We're all souls having a human experience. That experience is a journey, and each journey is unique. It's through our experiences that we come together and unite. Join soul-led author, podcaster, Reiki practitioner, healer, teacher, and sheepreneur, Kristen Aurelia, as she shares insights, wisdom, and knowledge with listeners. This show is dedicated to understanding the complex layers of human behavior. Each episode will continue to illuminate pathways and spark soulful journeys. After all, we are all children of God, one collective consciousness trying to survive the human experience. Welcome to the Surviving the Human Experience podcast. If you're brand new to our station, a very warm, heartfelt welcome to you. If you are a returning SheWise family member, uh, thank you so much for your continued love and support. So again, welcome to the Surviving the Human Experience podcast. My name is Kristen Aurelia, and I am going to be your host I'm humbled and blessed that you've chosen to be part of the SheWise family, and I'm thrilled to be part of your journey. I've dedicated, for those of you who don't know me, I've dedicated my life to studying, observing, and understanding the many complex layers of human behavior. Um, It's been both my experiences academically as well as personally that have shaped my journey, pushing me to insights, wisdom, and knowledge through my show, Literary Works, and through community engagement. So again, if you're new, just a quick intro on what our channel is about. This channel is a uniquely created space for exploration of topics that are all things human experience related. Each episode has been specifically designed to explore a variety of topics that are going to play a role or have an impact on human experience. They span anywhere across the health and wellness space, self-discovery, healing, life experiences, personal growth, and so much more. So I'm glad that you're joining us as we embark upon the journey of awareness, education, information sharing, knowledge, wisdom, of course, and exploration as we continue to evolve and become SheWise. So I have to give my quick disclaimer before we get into today's topic. The disclaimer is this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. I am a fellow human being having a human experience and sharing information and findings along my journey. The views and insights shared by myself and any guests on the show are the sole thoughts, feelings, opinions, and experiences of those expressing them. You're encouraged to research guests on the show to learn more about their credentials and philosophies as part of your understanding of viewpoints expressed. I'm not a licensed therapist, and this podcast is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, and or other qualified professional. So now that we've got all of that out of the way, let's jump into today's topic. So I am going to be covering this topic in a few shows. So Today I want to give an intro, and then there will be three additional shows that follow, and you'll understand more as I kind of go through and explain what we're covering. So today we're going to talk about caring for your human. I've recently released my new book, Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body, and Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body Tools and Techniques Workbook. They are available on Amazon.com if you're interested in getting a copy. Um, I have the 
book in paperback format as well as having it on ebook. So if you prefer it that way. And then the Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body Tools and Techniques workbook is paperback. And reason for that is it's loaded with lots of different exercises to um, get a chance to try out some of the things I talk about. So to do that um, as an ebook, I really want you to be able to have that hard copy because ebook you would have had to download to do the um, to do the exercises. But without going too much more into that, I just want to start by saying I was sitting thinking one day about life and and the journey that I've been on and all of the surviving the human experience concepts and and just human experience in general. And it really dawned on me that as I went through my journey, there wasn't a manual, there wasn't any one resource or place I could go to learn more about caring for my human. And now understanding when you get into a space of the, I would say, the spiritual space, understanding that there's the human version of you and there's the soul. And knowing that your human houses your soul It's almost like you have to understand both sides of the spectrum. And in order to do that, you really need to dig deep and understand how do you care for the body. And so that's why I came up with the concept of caring for your human. Now, the only uh, interesting part that I'll add to that is... I also added that you only get one body for a purpose because as I can recall growing up and for those of you who've uh, read my book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, I mentioned this in there as well. I can remember growing up and as a teenager hearing over and over and over again from my mother, you only get one body. And I thought, yeah, sure. Okay, that's fine. Um, Didn't quite understand the impact or what that really meant until later when that that physical human form started to uh, malfunction is what I'll say. And so I talk in my book a lot about uh, breaking the experience into three areas, caring for your mind, your body, and your spirit. And the reason I do that is because we're multi-layers, multifaceted, and because of that, there's different tools and strategies and techniques that work to help assist with supporting each of those areas. And I think it's really important that we break it into that. So that's a little bit of the history of why I came up with the um, the literature of caring for your human and why I went into that space because I really felt like we didn't have anything out there that kind of looked at a holistic perspective and really talks to the things that you could do along the way to either avoid going through where I went through, where all of a sudden things start malfunctioning and you're having to spend years undoing um, bad habits, bad behaviors, or repair. And then also knowing that if we could share this information sooner in life and communicate with one another in a way that it's not such an awkward conversation to have, then, I mean, why would we not do that? So I kind of compare this to when you buy a brand new car, somebody talks to you about that car. Somebody uh, will 
you know, the salesman, the mechanic, your family members, they'll teach you how to change a flat tire, getting your oils changed, doing regular maintenance, things of that nature. But our bodies never come with a manual. So it's really kind of interesting to me that here we have this really precious gift that's given to us uh, from above. You know, for me, it's God and, and however you refer to the higher source that you believe in. Um, but I'll be using the term God just so you know throughout. So in saying that, I just want to share that if you've got this really beautiful gift, but you don't know how to take care of it, well, there's going to be more challenges than there should have been along the way. But if you had the knowledge up front or you had some different tools, techniques, and strategies, perhaps you could uh, make your life a little bit easier along your journey. So that's what this is all about. So I started with looking at how to, where do we even begin, right? Because this is such a big topic. And I mean, I could do episode after episode on different aspects of caring for our human, but I'm going to condense it. Like I said, I wanted to do an intro to this topic today and then do three follow ons to talk about the mind, the body and the spirit. Um, but basically I started with looking at where do we begin? And the reality is you only get one body. You don't get another one. So what you've got and what you arrive on this earth with is, is what you got to work with while you're here. Whether uh, you feel there's imperfections or not, you arrived here in the body that was designed for you. It's a gift. Understanding that the body is a gift. You know, I'm going to just read a little section from my book here because I think this is important. Um, Though all human bodies have similar layouts, they come in all shapes, sizes, colors, and conditions. Each body is unique and therefore has been designed specifically for the soul who inhabits it. The body's physical appearance may vary from human to human, but the core being of the individual is the same. Behind the exterior, we are all one, a collective consciousness arriving with the same goals in mind to have a human experience. And that's so true. And I think we spend so much time beating ourselves up about what our body isn't. Um, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not curvy enough. Um, I have an imperfection or freckles or I mean the list of things that we complain about our bodies goes on and on and it's so crazy because we spend so much time criticizing and critiquing that oftentimes I feel like we really miss the beauty and the gift that was given to us we could have so many other things and if your biggest issue is your physical size or, um, you know, something of that nature. It's like, Ooh, my goodness, look around. There are so many other ways this all could have turned out. So that's really, um, something I wanted to share, but you do, you only get one body. So you need to learn to respect that temple. You need to treat your body as the temple that it is. Many of us, um, are so busy living on autopilot that we go through life and we don't even pause to say thank you to our body. How often do you stop and say, thank you for getting me through the day or for getting me through all of those meetings or for getting through that hard workout or carrying me through a really stressful situation. We don't do that. We just get up just like your car. You put the key in, you turn it, it starts, it goes. A lot of us do the same thing. We wake up in the morning, we get up, turn the key and we expect the body to just go. And when it doesn't do what we want, we're upset. We're frustrated. We're stuck in a doctor's office because 
you've got a sore throat or a headache or um, some challenge that's happening. But did we take the time to be grateful and thankful for the temple that was given to us? That is something I'd like us all to stop and pause and think about um, because I think oftentimes we do do things that would be considered disrespectful um, to our human form. And those can range. I mean, I talk about a lot of different uh, examples of how we abuse our human form. And just for the purpose of, of our show today, I share disregarding proper hygiene, choosing to just disregard our intuition. Sometimes we have a feeling and we know something doesn't feel right, but we do it anyway. We run our point to the, um, our body to the point of exhaustion because we don't want to disappoint people or let people down. And so even though, you know, you've got a hundred things to do on your list and you probably aren't going to get through 20 of them, we still take on more. And that's a form of abusing our, our human form. We're choosing to push ourselves behind, behind, and our limits, which is therefore creating more challenges for the body and the temple that we're supposed to be respecting. A lot of times we end up engaging in unhealthy habits to cope with unaddressed or unresolved emotions or situations. That happens a lot. You know, we bury our um, emotions and our thoughts and we just keep pushing through and um, use a, a variety of different tools to cope with that. You know, it could be anything from under eating, overeating, alcohol abuse, drug use. I mean, it's it's a whole gamut of things that sometimes I think we turn to in the hopes that we can push through things. And so that's something that happens. Engaging in unsafe and unhealthy activities. You know, maybe we're pushing that adrenaline to the max because we're just trying to feel because we've gone so numb inside. Um, improper diets that result in malnutrition. You know, it's funny because there's such judgment and there's so many controversial topics on this. So I won't go too far into this, but you know, you could look at somebody and think, well, they don't look like they're starving. They look well fed. But the reality is, are you properly feeding and fueling your body? Are you getting the greens in? Are you getting any, if you choose to use supplementation, are you getting the proper supplementation in? Are you making sure that what you're putting in your body is doing something for your body? Because there's a lot of... Um, a lot of research, a lot of studies, and again, that could be a show on its own, uh, where you're eating and maybe your size looks like you're being fed so people don't think twice about it. But if you're putting junk, just like if you, um, you know, if you had a car and your car required 93, but you're putting 87 into the tank, that's a problem. It's going to have an impact on how that vehicle runs. Your body's the same exact way. So that's something that happens often. Negative self-talk. My goodness, we are almost conditioned in our lives to engage in negative self-talk. There's so much that happens as we continue to grow where we're being judged, criticized, whether it's while you're you know, in school, you're learning how to read, you're learning how to write, did you perform well on that test? Then you go into the workplace and then you're reviewed and criticized on your performance at work. Are you doing a good job? Are you not doing a good job? Uh, you've got parents who are going to help you and guide you through life or your caregivers, whomever is raising you and they're critiquing you. So we hear so much feedback 
unfortunately, it's more common, I think, on the negative than the positive side. And if you happen to be a person who grew up in an environment where everything was positive and um, all was always, you know, love and light and sunshine, then that's awesome. But I would venture to say that for the majority of us, we have been conditioned and critiqued throughout our lives. And so that gets internalized and then we start doing that to ourselves because if we're seeing that behavior modeled then we tend to accept that as something that is normal and okay and then we end up engaging in that negative self-talk neglecting in your relationship with God and yourself you know we go through the day and it's interesting because I think oftentimes you'll see a lot of folks calling on the higher power in which they believe in when something's not going right. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't mean that people don't do it when things are going right, but I am saying that a lot of times it is when you need something, you want something, or something's gone wrong. And so I would challenge everyone to find a way to incorporate that relationship that you have with the higher power that you believe in into your daily life if you're not already doing that. Treat that as, um, treat that act and the habits and whatever routine or engagement of communication that you come up with with the utmost respect as you would with any relationship where you could physically see the person you're having a relationship with. Because I think sometimes we can struggle or have a challenge with not being able to see the physical. And so we just think, okay, I'm just going to throw a prayer out real quick and, you know, hope it all works out. So it's really, I think, important to nurture and nourish that relationship. Um, Respecting your own personal boundaries. This is a really huge one. We need to respect our own personal boundaries. And if the answer is, I don't know what my boundaries are, then it's time to set them. I've been guilty of that, so I'm not saying anything that I haven't had to do. I um, was a people pleaser. And uh, yes, I want to make it happen. I want to see people happy. I didn't want to see people upset or frustrated or irritated with me. And I have to tell you, The only person that hurts in the long run is yourself because that is something that we get so used to that we end up pouring into everybody else's cup until ours is completely empty. And then you're on the ground wondering why, you know, your body gave out and you need a few days to recharge or pull away from everything because you're just so exhausted. So that's um, another really important thing is to figure out what are your boundaries Where do you set limits with people and with yourself? You know, I in the beginning had to start setting some boundaries with myself because I'm just so used to being the Energizer Bunny and go, 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 go until I crash that I had to learn how to say, okay, even though I know you can do this and you've done it in the past and you've been successful doing it, doesn't mean you should be doing it. So learning to set those own personal boundaries. And we are going to go to a break right now just for a few seconds. And then we're going to pick right back up with this topic of respecting your temple. So let's go to break.
Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become she-wise. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. Calling all authors! Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com. Journey to the Awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. The book reveals, in a very riveting way, the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com. When we arrive on this earth, our soul is housed in a body. That body needs to be nurtured with love and care. In Kristen Aurelia's latest books, Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body, and Practical Tools and Techniques Workbook, she explores ways to care for your mind, body, and spirit. She shares her wisdom gained along her journey in hopes to assist others in proactively caring for their human. Because after all, we only get one body, and it's meant to last a lifetime. Caring for your human, you only get one body. And Caring for your human, you only get one body practical tools and techniques workbook are available for purchase on Amazon and SheWisePublications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. 
Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. our break. Thank you so much for uh, for letting us do that. I know we were kind of right in the middle of a conversation. Um, so I want to pick back up. We ended with boundaries and making sure we're setting personal boundaries with ourselves and then with others. Then also there's a lot of physical abuse. I see it so much now amongst our youth and it's it's really increasing and it's very concerning. But physically abusing your body can pretty much cover anything from having injuries and not allowing your body proper time to heal those injuries, um, disregard for safely using your body, you know, just going out there and just pushing it to the max. And just like your car, like you wouldn't get on the highway and go from zero to, you know, a hundred in a few seconds, you have to gradually work your way into things. And I think oftentimes, um, because we're in such a go, go, go society, we rush. And when we rush and we push ourselves that hard and that fast and that far, we tend to create unintended consequences, illnesses, disease, injuries, um, not feeling well overall. So that's another um, highlighted area I wanted to cover. And then pushing yourself and your body says no. That is not a good idea either. If your body is screaming at you, and oftentimes I think the majority of our bodies out here in, in today's world scream at us, and we just ignore it. We just don't listen. We just say, yeah, okay, I know you're tired, or I know you're full, I just want to eat one more bite. Or I know that you put so many things on that to-do list and you're going to accomplish them all. And if you don't, then we're going to have some negative self-talk happening because we're going to talk about why you didn't accomplish or why you failed at getting something done. Sleep deprivation is another big one or irregular sleep patterns. Again, coming into a space where we have maximized our ability to operate in this 24-hour period that we have in a day, so many of us out in this world, and I include myself because I know I've been guilty of it as well, um, go to bed and get four, five, three, I don't know, it depends. Everybody's sleep schedule is different. Hours of sleep a night, we're not getting the six to eight or the eight to nine, whatever your body needs. Each body is different. Each body requires a different level of rest. And the reason for that is because you're unique and we're doing different things. If you are in a very physical job where you're exerting so much more energy, you may need more time for muscle recovery and, and you know, the ability for your body to really just wind down and get into that space where it has the opportunity to repair itself. Or maybe you're in a job that's mentally draining and you're constantly having to do a lot of critical thinking and create and do all of these things that are requiring the brain to go into the state of um, overactive thinking on a regular basis. You may need that time to just completely disconnect and shut off. So what do your sleep patterns look like? Are you 
fostering your sleep patterns? Are you embracing it? Are you taking the time to have a bedtime routine that's going to allow you to wind down, really have a chance to get into that REM sleep, really get a chance to just kind of relax and chill and let the day go? And then staying in or participating in toxic and unhealthy relationships. I think that happens a lot in this world and this society. We have gotten into a lot of levels of dysfunction. I think there's a lot of trauma that has begun with generations in the past. And I do talk about generational trauma and I do talk about um, that whole relationship aspect in my book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience. So I won't go too deep into it um, because I know I sort of covered that in my first episode I did last month. But allowing yourself to remain in these unhealthy, toxic, abusive relationships is dangerous for your human because when you're in that space, your body goes into this flight or fight and it can stay in this um, almost like a state of crisis, like you're living in a space where you're trying to survive instead of thrive. And when that happens, you're having all kinds of physical internal reactions. You're pushing your nervous system. You're creating the adrenaline rushes. You're creating anxiety, panic, frustration, sadness, anger, happiness. You're going the spectrum of so many emotions, but it's almost like being a puppet on a string. And when the body starts getting into that conditioned space, number one, you start believing that that's a normal, healthy relationship because you end up um, almost getting comfortable because that's what you're seeing and that's what's modeled to you. And if that's something you've grown up seeing, then it's just reinforcing your limiting beliefs of what you believed when you were younger. And so being able to remove yourself from that space so that you can respect your temple. So I I would challenge everyone to just kind of look at what are some of the things that you're doing that may not be serving you as a person. They may not be serving your human form. Where are there areas that you could possibly adjust or add or remove certain things that are happening in your life? Are you making your health a priority? Are you respecting your own personal boundaries? Are you being very careful with making sure that you're getting the proper nutrition, that you're getting the proper amount of rest? Are you making sure that you're putting your needs first and filling your cup first versus being so empty that you can't do that for others because you're draining yourself and you've neglected your own self-care? Are you making sure that you're putting limits on what you can do? Are you creating space for rest, relaxation, and restoration? And are you listening to your body? So I would challenge you to just take a few moments when you have some time to sit down and just jot that stuff down. And I do have exercises in my workbook um, that do talk and speak to those different areas, things that you can do if you wanted to get a little bit deeper into that. Then I also want to talk about your body going with you everywhere you go. And it's your best friend. It's so funny because... We're so 
eager and easy to look at creating relationships with others and putting labels on them. This is my spouse. This is my significant other. This is my best friend. This is my mother. This is my father. This is my aunt, my uncle. The list goes on, right? And so we have all these relationships and we're putting a lot of weight, I think, on um, those titles with folks. And we always, you know, it's interesting because people talk about, oh, this is my best friend. As opposed to your other friend who is, what, lesser? Are you are you comparing the two when you add that title best, right? So there's that whole conversation. But what I want to really hit home on here is that your body is your best friend. You're with your body 24-7 for your entire life. It is the only person, only human that you will be with completely, all the time, every second of the day, every hour of the day. And yet, we don't even make that connection oftentimes. Oftentimes, we just, I am who I am. We don't nurture our own relationship with what should be your very best friend, the only best friend, the top priority for you. So I would encourage you as you start to build a stronger relationship with yourself and start to really focus on caring for your human, that you ask yourself as you go through your day, if you hear yourself saying something to yourself, would I say this to my very best friend? Would I give this advice or would I make this recommendation to my very best friend? Would you speak negatively to your best friend? There are so many times that we say such negative things to ourselves and we don't even realize it. We do it unintentionally because it's become such a natural behavior. But if you were to put somebody else, put that quote unquote best friend that you have in your life in front of you and they showed up and they asked you a question, would you give that same response to them that you would give to yourself? Because if not, you may want to adjust the language and you may want to adjust the conversation with yourself because that I think is really important. And that's where you begin to start that relationship and start the conversation with yourself to figure out um, how you can create and establish, and it helps with the boundaries, the best friend scenario with the one and only human that you will be with 24-7 your entire life. And at first it might feel weird, but over time of treating yourself more kindly, you'll foster a much healthier relationship with yourself and God because you'll come into alignment with what your soul's purpose is and you'll naturally begin to shift and all of a sudden you'll feel that that alignment has a very positive benefit for your personal health as well as well-being. And when your body finally feels at ease, it's going to be less tense and it can operate from a more natural, peaceful state. So with that, we are going to break for another commercial. So if you uh, just give us a few minutes, we'll be right back and we'll pick up this topic right where we left off. Journey to the Awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. 
The book reveals, in a very riveting way, the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at DreamVision7Radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com. Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become She-Wise. When we arrive on this earth, our soul is housed in a body. That body needs to be nurtured with love and care. In Kristen Aurelia's latest books, Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body, and Practical Tools and Techniques Workbook, she explores ways to care for your mind, body, and spirit. She shares her wisdom gained along her journey in hopes to assist others in proactively caring for their human. Because after all, we only get one body, and it's meant to last a lifetime. Caring for your human, you only get one body. And Caring for your human, you only get one body practical tools and techniques workbook are available for purchase on Amazon and SheWisePublications.com. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.
right, welcome back. Thank you so much for that commercial break. So your body speaks and you should listen. If we were to sit still and listen, the body is talking to us all the time. Your body's alerting you when there's something wrong. It will tell you if there's pain or there's discomfort or there's an injury somewhere, you'll feel it. Your body is sending signals to you all day long. It sends hunger cues. It sends cues to let you know the body's tired, needs rest. There's your intuition that's kicking in, that's alerting you to feelings. Sometimes for some, um, you'll feel it in your stomach. You'll you know, feel those butterflies or something feels off. Maybe you're having um, dreams or you're having these, these emotions and feelings that are creating some unease. But your body is doing that often. And then you're seeing some vibrational exchanges that are occurring. The central nervous system is possibly alerting you if there's a crisis or an emergency or having that flight or fight response. But we're in a society right now that has been so focused on just getting things done, making things happen, um, not really giving you much time to stop and reflect upon what's going on with your body. And because of that, I think we're often missing some of the really important cues that we really need to be taking a look at and really understanding and why they're happening because we're almost silencing that voice that's letting you know what's happening with you almost like disassociation in a way because you just know that there's things you have to get done and you can deal with that later but what happens when you've gotten to the space of you kept pushing and pushing things off eventually everything catches up with you and it's a lot easier to stop and connect and be in tune right from the beginning and listen and modify or make adjustments because the reality is sometimes you know you could say oh my gosh my body has informed me i am tired Okay, great. You might be in the middle of a meeting at work. You definitely can't take a nap right then and there. However, maybe you adjust something later in your day to say, I'm going to allow for a little extra rest later this evening. Maybe instead of my six hours asleep, I'm going to turn in early, get an extra hour in. Making modifications and adjustments for the short term can be so much more beneficial and helpful for you for the long term. Um, some of the examples I wanted to share, though, of some nonverbal cues and nonverbal communications that your body is sending you. We just mentioned the butterflies in the stomach. That could be communicating excitement, nervousness, or uncertainty. So you've got to learn what some of those emotions are signaling to you. Uh, for some, the butterflies might be, you know, excitement. You're, you're happy. For others, that might notify you like, oh my gosh, I'm getting a little nervous. Something doesn't feel right. So you need to gauge that piece as well. Dreams are also a really great form of communication that can address things that may be happening or represent some things that are unsettled or occurring in your life. So pay attention to your dreams and keep the dream journals because those dream journals can be really insightful into what you have going on in your life. Feeling that something's not quite right. When you get that message and your body or your gut is telling you something doesn't feel quite right, pay attention. There are so many times that I can honestly tell you that I have really just not felt quite right about something I've decided to do or a decision that's been made and fast forwarding 
I would look at that and I'd be like, oh, I should have listened because things didn't turn out right. A lot of times I think we get so excited about exercising our free will. And I've talked about this in episodes before that we overexercise our free will because we just want to be in control and we want to make the decision. And if we had just listened to that gut instinct, that feeling that something wasn't quite right, we really could have probably avoided or um, potentially not been in a situation because we took that time to just take a moment and listen. So then um, you've got things like overwhelm. When your body feels that it's overwhelmed, are you stopping and honoring that feeling? Are you taking a moment to see why do you feel overwhelmed? Or is there something that's going, did you take on too much? Maybe you just took on too much stuff or Maybe it's a situation that is triggering to you or it's exposing some unhealed parts of yourself. But again, listen to that and then work through it. Figure out what solution works for you and how you're going to navigate that piece. Because again, if you just listen, you can avoid some breakdowns, some malfunctions, some challenges in the future if you just take the time and do the homework up front. It's sort of like doing the um, doing the paper for for a class. If you're in school or you've ever, you know, been working on a project in a in a work situation or whatever space that you can relate to this. But when you get an assignment, you don't wait until the very last minute to do it because if you do, now you're in crisis mode. Now you're in get it done. You're going to make errors. You're going to not do your best work or your best job because you're rushed. But if you had just taken from the date of the assignment and then did a little bit at a time, then the final product comes out so much nicer than just trying to do the last minute on the fly approach. Your body's the same thing. You can't abuse, 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 get to the point where it's like, oh boy, we got a problem. There's a warning signal going off. We got a health issue here. And then just think you're going to at the last minute fix it all at the same time. It doesn't work that way. But if you took the time leading up to it, then you'd be in a much better space. Understanding how it all works. So this was another area I wanted to cover as well. Because I think sometimes we don't understand how complex our human vessel is. Our human vessel is a highly complex structure. There's so many things that are going on, so many signals, your brain sending so many um, messages to the body, your nervous system is, is sending messages, your thoughts, your mind, like so much is happening all the time. It's almost impossible to know everything. That's why there are so many different doctors and so many specialty areas and all of those things. It's because there is a lot that's going on in the body. Um, so you, my recommendation for you is to take note of your habits and behaviors and analyze which ones are serving you and which ones aren't. You can leverage data and metrics that are based on your human experience over time. Again, there's a lot of data and metrics that suggest in the medical field and in human behavior studies that show certain patterns and trends, and those are great benchmarks to use. But then also collecting data and research through your own life experiences, through trial and error on yourself, because again, Yes, there are generalities, but we're all individuals. And so 
even though there are studies that suggest certain things, you may be an anomaly or there might be something that's a little bit different for you. So making sure that you're um, doing some trial and error yourself and that you are understanding your physical human. Doesn't hurt to understand a little bit of anatomy and physiology. I mean, I'm always a fan of doing your own research and figuring out how different organs work and different systems within the body. And, you know, examples might be how does the lymphatic system work or how does the immune system work or how does the central nervous system work? There's nothing wrong with studying that. That can only help because there are parts that are covered throughout your formal education in school. But... As we move past that and get out into the work world, we tend to forget some of those things or there's, you know, just depending on where you are in your life stages, there's different things that apply at different points in time. And then of course, you know, consulting with your medical professionals or professionals that specialize in the area that you're seeking feedback and guidance. I think that's also really, really important because there is so much that um, is out there and so much that happens that it's really a good idea to consult with an expert. And then my last and final word on that topic is to really just remember that you are the expert of your human. Nobody else is the expert of your human. It's you. It's all you. It's always been you. So if something doesn't feel right to you or if something seems off, even when, for example, when I was going through all my health crises, I went in and so many doctors couldn't find things. They kept saying, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing here. There's nothing wrong. But I knew something was not right. And I knew it wasn't something I had made up either. But I had to keep going. I had to stay the course. You have to be your advocate. You are the expert of your human. If you're not getting what you need or you're not able to figure out what's going on, then you keep going until you figure it out. So I think that's really important, remembering that you are the CEO of your own health. You are the CEO of your own human. So be your advocate. Be your strongest cheerleader because that's super necessary. And then the last topic I'm going to cover in today's episode, because I do want to dive deeper into um, the mind, the body, and the spirit, and caring for them in the upcoming episodes. Um, last piece I'm going to cover today is just about energy and healing. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about energy and healing, because many who may be listening in today or... Um, or pick up copies of the book may have some some years of experience on your human form already in which case there may have been some things we've or have habits behaviors things that we've done that have not really served our human form or we may be doing a little damage control or healing or really really working um, to get our bodies back in a good space our human form overall and so I just wanted to share a little bit about energy and healing. We are all energetic beings. 100% we are energetic beings. There's so much research and so many studies around this. I mean, you can turn on podcast after podcast or look at the YouTube channels and there's scientific research as well to suggest. So in knowing that we're energetic beings, 
and we sure as heck don't teach a lot of that in uh, in school growing up for sure. It's important to look at, in my personal opinion, some energy techniques that can help you as you are going through life and caring for your human. So one of those I talk about in my book is breathing techniques. And so there's so many different breathing techniques. There's breath work. Um, We've learned a lot about how important the breath is in regulating your nervous system and regulating your blood pressure. Um, There's so many conditions. And I've used this before. If you're experiencing anxiety or panic or anything of the nature, you can use your breath to help guide and help you through those different spaces. So I wanted to share that because I think it's important. And I think sometimes, just like we've talked earlier in this episode, we look at our human body and we just turn that key and we just expect it to go just like the car. Same thing with breathing. But yet there's techniques and there's ways to deepen your breath and to use your vital breath to create so much more in your life. And I think a lot of times we just take it for granted because it's something we do every day. So breathing techniques is number, number one on my list. Um, using energetic, uh, clearings is also important. I think that oftentimes we have a lot of blocking in our systems because of traumas or undealt with emotions, or maybe it's just you've had different things occurring and your body is so tense that we end up trapping energy and not even realizing it. And that's where the conversation about chakras come in and are your chakras aligned and is everything in good working order. So you could do anything from, um, you know, going out and seeking someone to assist with doing Reiki or yoga, um, going out in nature and just really immersing yourself, just really balancing yourself, doing some grounding techniques. Grounding is another amazing tool that I think a lot of, a lot of folks who aren't familiar with the space have not understood or know what grounding is or the importance of it. Uh, Meditation is also really, really, really important. Meditation um, has been one of my number one favorite things hands down because you're able to help connect your human form that's physically right here with your higher self. The energy within can be used to heal your physical body at any point in time. So you've never gone too far. The body is an amazing vessel. It has the ability to heal itself. We are energetic beings. We just have to tap into that space and that potential as part of the process of caring for our human. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Like I said, the next few episodes, I will be breaking down um, the rest of this content. The next one up will be discussing caring for the mind. Also, I have a workshop coming up on Wednesday, February 7th at 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That will be called Presenting Caring for Your Human. And this is um, a workshop that's being offered through the Rhode Island Holistic Healing Association's workshop series that they offer. It is at no cost to the attendees, and it's open to all. The only requirement is you do have to register for the event so that you can receive the Zoom link. It will be done virtually. 
you can go to shewisepublications.com to register, or you can go directly to, and that's on my events tab. So if you go to shewisepublications.com, just go to the events tab, you'll see the workshop listed. Click on that, it'll take you right to the link for the RIA events, or you can go directly to www.riahavents.org. Again, that's RiaEvents.org, and you can register there as well. And so I hope that you, uh, if you are available at 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on February 7th, that you will join that virtual session. I'd love an opportunity to interact with some of my listeners and our SheWise family, so it would be absolutely incredible to have you on that workshop And again, also, if you'd like to pick up a copy of Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body or Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body Tools and Techniques Workbook, those are available on Amazon.com. You can either search for them with the actual title or you can put in Kristen Aurelia and it will pull back the books as well. So thank you for joining us today for the episode of Caring for Your Human. Welcome to the Surviving the Human Experience podcast. If you're brand new to our station, events.org, and you can register there as well. And so I hope that you, uh, if you are available at 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on February 7th, that you will join that virtual session. I'd love an opportunity to interact with some of my listeners and our SheWise family. So it would be absolutely incredible to have you on that workshop. And again, also, if you'd like to pick up a copy of Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body, or Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body Tools and Techniques Workbook, those are available on Amazon.com. You can either search for them with the actual title, or you can put in Kristen Aurelia, and it will pull back the books as well. So thank you for joining us today for the episode of Caring for Your Human. I am so honored and blessed that you were able to listen in and just learn a little bit more about taking care of this beautiful vessel, this wonderful gift that we all have been given. This wraps up today's episode of Surviving the Human Experience with Kristen Aurelia, the show where all things human experience related come together and are explored. Join us on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Episodes will be archived on the Surviving the Human Experience Dream Vision 7 Radio Network website page and will also be accessible at shewisepublications.com. That's S-H-E-W-I-S-E publications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.